when I was a kid, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, we didn't have television. I know, crazy, right? All my friends had television. They lived in town. I lived at the top of a mountain. I lived at the 4,700 foot level, actually 4,800 foot level uh, in Oregon, on top of Sandy Amp Pass. My friends lived down in either Sisters or Bend, much lower elevation, but they had television. Some of them had cable, which was, wow, you have cable? You have like 14 channels? And others had, you know, television with their, uh, their rabbit ears and stuff they'd pick up from Portland or maybe a local uh, television station. But they had television, I didn't. And, I, and, I, and I, I felt somewhat deprived, but it meant that I had to, you know, entertain myself. I had three brothers, so we were pretty well entertained. But the main things that I did as a kid were read comic books, read science fiction, and listen to rock and roll. And I also wanted to be a writer. For some reason, I, I, I did a lot of writing. And I ran across, probably when I was 13 or so, a concept called fanzines. You ever heard of a fanzine? It's a, it's a magazine, hand-printed, like on a mimeograph machine or something, that would go out to a very small number of people, and it had interesting things in it regarding fandom of a certain thing. Well, I ended up wanting to publish one, and, and I have a diary from when I was 14 years old, 14 and a half years old. It lasted probably six months, uh, but one of the pages was uh, that I remember reading just recently was published another episode of Kamikaze Today. Kamikaze was my magazine that I published back then. It was about comics, so C-O-M-I-C-A-Z-E pronounced Kamikaze. That was what I did. I, I, I think I probably published half a dozen issues. They were probably four to eight pages. I did them up on mimeograph stencils and, and, and printed them on my dad's printer and then compiled them and sent them out. And I don't know exactly, I can't remember where I advertised them. Uh, maybe in another fanzine, I'm not sure. We didn't have the internet then, certainly. We had to do everything by uh, post office. But I remember in the uh, diary, it said, sold another issue of Kamikaze today. I was pretty excited about that, apparently. The other things I wrote down in the diary was, I skied again today, and the next day. I skied again today, it was like a two week break. I skied again today, I skied every day of this. So I skied a lot uh, during the winter, and the summer I played Little League Baseball, and then I spent a lot of time, like, like I said, with comic books, um, rock and roll, and science fiction. That was, that was my life as a kid. So uh, it wasn't until I got to be out of high school that I actually was able to live where there was a TV set in the house that I was living in. Uh, and it was a cheap old black and white one, but when I went out to college, my roommate and I had a TV set. We'd watch TV, and every afternoon you could watch like Star Trek or something, and repeats and, and stuff like that. So that was kind of my introduction. But having what I'm getting to is that when you don't have all those other distractions, you've got to fill that time with something. And I feel very lucky not to have had television as a kid and not to have until later. And I love television. I love the entertainment that you can get on these days. It's, it's, it, there's, you know, there's eight billion channels now instead of three back then, or maybe four or five, depending on whether you could get the independent stations or the, you know, the public broadcasting system. But you had to fill up your time and you got to be creative. And that's why I wanted to be a publisher and a writer back then. I also wanted to be a cartoon artist. I wanted to be a comic strip artist, but I found out pretty early on I didn't have that talent. So. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this. If you can see the video, you may be watching the video, you may be just listening to the audio, but this is being recorded at a place over in Central Oregon on the Warm Springs Indian Reservation, and every year for the last, 
35 or 40 years, there's a group of radio guys that have gotten together for the weekend. Sometimes it's a four-day weekend, sometimes it's a five-day weekend, but anywhere from 15 to 20 to 35 people show up. Guys you know on radio, guys that are friends of guys you know on radio. So we come up here and we have a, a basically a party for about about two or three days. And we bring up one of the guys as a... A, uh, an engineer at a group of radio stations and we bring up a little transmitter and so we have like a 10 watt or a half a watt or something radio station in the campground with uh, a you know mixing board and the whole stuff and so we go in there and we each get a you know if you want to sign up for a two-hour shift you go in and you bring records in because we got turntables you can play it off of a, a compact disc player CDs or you can play it off a computer or, or a phone or something like that so we all are disc jockeys because we know what we're doing and, and of course with what they're up here uh, there is no limits to what we can play. There's no program director. We can say whatever we want. It's a ton of fun. And it's great to get together with these people. But again, it all goes back to being able to sort of disconnect from what you do on a daily basis and get away from all of that. And I think it's very important to disconnect and get away from what you do on a daily basis. Uh, so that means, you know, for me, I get to, uh, after, after uh, staying up late in front of the fire, and getting back to bed about midnight or one and middle of the day I go, you know what? I'm tired. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a siesta. So I go back into the tent and and lay down for like an hour. Uh while it's raining, oddly enough, I picked the right time while it was raining to do that, but it was a lot of fun, you know. And I got another day left as I'm recording this. This will be posted on Monday morning on the trade show guy Monday morning coffee. And again, uh if if you've never heard this program, thanks for listening and, and checking us out. If you've if you've been here several times, what I like to do is is kind of pick something and talk about it. Sometimes I have a guest, sometimes I don't. But this one is kind of a loose, uh, you know, discussion of of disconnecting and using that time to get creative. I actually bring my guitar up here. I play the guitar a lot. We got a bunch of guitar players down. We already had one jam session today. I've sat down and recorded some bits for possible songs, you know, just kind of connect and get away from it all. You have to be off the grid. The other thing I like about being here is there's no phone service. There's zero phone service. So uh, if I try to get a hold of someone back home, if something gets through, like a text or something, it's it's a fluke. If I can make a phone call, it's a fluke because we're kind of a down in the hole and all the signals are above us and we don't have any, uh, we don't have any access to the internet or to phone service unless we're kind of lucky you know for whatever reason anyway i think that'll about do it you know i'm i usually do a trade show tip i'm going to leave that aside i'm going to do one good thing we, we we do talk about one good thing i think the one good thing is what i'm talking about this week which is disconnecting from the grid disconnecting from your daily life even if it's for if it's for 24 or 48 or or 72 hours, whatever you can get. I think this is about 72 hours for me and thoroughly enjoying it, seeing old friends haven't seen for a year because they were here last year, you know. Now they're here this year. And guys I used to work with in radio, guys that I haven't seen for a long time, ton of fun. Uh, so if you can find it uh, in your schedule to disconnect for a short time, an hour, a day, three days, it helps you recharge. It's really good stuff. That's my one good thing. That's the uh, wrap up on this week's Trade Show Guy Monday morning coffee.